Hello, and welcome to Healthy Bites, an all-encompassing podcast about your health from the Audrain County Health Department. Each week, we hope the information you hear on this show from a variety of experts in Audrain County, the state of Missouri, and the world will positively impact your health and your health decisions. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Now, on with the show with your host, Chris Nubra. Thanks and welcome to another edition of the Healthy Bites podcast here at the Audrey County Health Department. And I'm your host, Chris Nubra. And it's our first repeat, actually it's our second repeat guest. Our first repeat guest was Craig Brace, our administrator here. But I'm bringing back our medical director, Dr. Simon McCown. How are you, sir? Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Um, we wanted to talk with you today and just kind of get an update of COVID here in Audrey County. How are we doing? Um, thank you for inviting me on, Chris. Thank, thanks for asking. You're um, welcome. Just, just a reminder about what I do. I, I'm, I'm a family medicine doctor. Um, I'm the medical director of the walk-in clinic um, owned by Noble Health. Right. Uh, my, my clinic sees people for um, all kinds of uh, um, walk-in issues. And obviously, COVID is the number one concern that people have right, right. now. Right, right. Uh, Sorry about that. I missed your I missed your title and everything. That's okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the, so let's talk about COVID. How 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 are we how are we doing? I don't you know. I mean, from your perspective, we we are we are seeing a lot of cases at the moment. We've we've had an uptick, um, particularly over the past two weeks. Um, we're in in my clinic. I'm seeing about five or six cases a day. Wow. Uh, the the um, issues that we've seen is that uh, we have a problem with with um, lack of testing supplies in in the clinic and that goes for many other uh, clinics around the area right um, we've actually had to rely on our local pharmacies who are doing um, rapid antigen and PCR tests we're looking at um, um, uh, our colleagues in other health systems who mm-hmm. who who might have different supply issues to us, um, who are also helping out, and we've had to um, ask individuals to take responsibility and get a test for themselves, mm-hmm. self-administer that test, and self-report it, and self-report it indeed. Right. Um, and people have really stepped up with that. That's that's been impressive. That. Um, if somebody is not familiar with with administering a medical test to themselves, uh, it's 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 a learning curve. It is. It. I, I did that uh, last Sunday, I think it was, and it took me. I had to sit there and I, I'm like, okay, I actually, I, I'm a guy. I usually don't read the directions. <laughs> I look at it and go, okay, but no, I had to sit there and read the directions. And but once I got it, it was rather easy to do. Right. Once you read the directions and figure out, okay, I got to do this step first. Next step, next step, next step. If you follow the steps, it's easy. That's true, and uh, and and it gives you quite a sense of achievement that you've uh, <laughs> that, that, that you've done something that you thought you needed a, doc- a doctor for. Right. right. Um, the, the you've, the you've actually actually managed it yourself. Right. Um, what 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 tends to happen um, when we have that shortage and we ask people to self-administer the test, they either um, bring the test in with them, themselves with mm-hmm. them. And um, we we offer a room where somebody can 
can perform the test for themselves and then show us the result. Um, or sometimes we see the we see the patient, we test them for influenza or strep or anything else that we think it might be, RSV. Mm-hmm. If those tests are negative, we advise them to go and get a, a COVID test and they either bring it back to us or they call us with the result. And that seems to have worked quite well that uh, people... Uh, um, People get the answers they need, and um, and also get the get the ability to report the the result to their employer right. if they need it for a, for a work note or something like that. Is that uh, is that what you're 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 mainly seeing as people coming in saying I need this certified? That's why I'm bringing this to you. That that's that's been um, that's been the case um, all through this. That uh, um, we we have employers who who really need to know for sure whether whether their employers right. are sick so they can protect the other employees. Right. Um, you know, we got, we got some uh, facilities here in town that have had um, 20, 30, 40 cases recently. Right. And, uh, you know, um, employers are really stepping up and, and caring about the health of their employees. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that t- you can get 20, 30, 40 at a time. That really knocks down your production. Sure. So sure. they they want to do what they can to protect, right? Right, right. But the uh, um, there's the, there's also a, a desire among the employees to actually take care of the people because we're we're all in this together. Right, right. Um, as far as the testing goes, you said that you know testing tests are run, are, are scarce. Why is that? Is it is it is it? A, it's not just an Audrey County thing. It's it's a it's a state and national national dilemma right sure the uh i uh, honestly i don't know the i don't know the details of why sure. why why we have the shortages um uh it it could be as um as simple as as supply chain issues right. um there are also uh um decisions made as to the number of tests that that are made available nationwide and uh those those decisions, I suppose you could call them um, political ones, um, but uh, um, you know the the what we find here at the local level, and uh, you know that's that's where my perspective lies, is right. that is that um, we have had times when we've had shortages. We've also had times when we've had plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've had incredible support from. Uh, from our local pharmacies, from Walmart, from um, Walgreens, from Jackson Street, from Weber's, and the and the outlying um, um, pharmacies as well that mm-hmm. in in in, uh, in in other in our surrounding towns right. that have 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 really stepped up and you know when we've had a shortage, they've helped us out. The what are you hearing mainly from from? patients that you see what's what's the main concern as to why they're getting tested is it is it a fear that they that that they don't feel sick but they want to know just for comfort or are they are they actively seeing symptoms for the most part uh i'd say it's a mixture um we the 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 symptoms that we've seen recently have been a little different um we've had this new omicron variant right and um uh, from our our latest um, wastewater report, you told me earlier that we 
we, we're seeing 87% of our COVID right now yep. is the Omicron variant. Right. Um, 13% of that, the rest of that is Delta. Is Delta, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, the Omicron symptoms seem to be a little milder. Um, the, the symptoms that we see most often are sore throat, headache and dizziness, and fatigue. So very much more similar to a flu-like illness. Um, cough is not one of the top three symptoms that we see with the Omicron variant, although it can develop, it can it can be present. Yeah, that's not primarily what we've seen. Let's get a little sciency here. <laughs> for a Go second. ahead. Is is the the lessening symptoms the the, the the I call it weaker symptoms of of Omicron? Is that an indication that the virus is mutating itself out to an endemic state from a pandemic, to where it's not going to be as it's going to be as widespread, but it's not going to be as dangerous going forward. It, or I know that is many, it too early to tell. I know I know that many people hope that that's the case, right. and uh, um, I would definitely say it's too early to tell. Gotcha. Um, unfortunately, the what what a lot of people have have said is that that must be the case, and so therefore the best thing is for everybody to get Omicron as quick as possible, <laughs> and and let's 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 make it endemic right um as we said said earlier we still have 13 percent of our covid is delta right which is very much more serious yeah and much more likely to put somebody in the hospital and yep. much likely to cause serious disease and even death right um it really is um playing with fire to uh, at this point to say Let's just go for it and and try and get everybody infected. I would I would very much not endorse that. I would not recommend it. Um, we need to keep up with the the uh, the precautions that we're advised by the CDC and by our local health department. Right. Um, as far as vaccine wise, what are you hearing on the vaccine side? Um, is is Omicron is, is are the vaccines handling the Omicron or do, is it still too early to deal on that as well? It seems it seems to be that people who are vaccinated um, are, are susceptible to Omicron. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been that, uh, that's been the case um, in my own practice. I'm seeing a lot of people who are um, who who are fully vaccinated, boosted, um, who have had the Delta variant, and are still coming up with the Omicron variant as a second uh, a second case of COVID. Mm. Um, that's that's. Um, happened in my practice. It's even happened in my own family. Wow. Um, so yeah. So uh, um, yeah. I've got I've got a family member who's who's uh, just emerging from quarantine from from, from isolation uh, um, from a case of the Omicron variant. Wow. And had Delta before. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So so um, so, so the vaccine is is helping still, but it's but. I, I'm hearing that the vaccine is not preventing it. We knew, we knew it was not ever going to prevent right. COVID. It's lessening it, though. Absolutely. Yeah. And still, talk about that for a minute. How does that? How does that work? How, how does that? How does it lessen the effect of COVID? It 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 allows your body to recognize um, the the virus, even though even though you might not have seen it before, mm-hmm. your body thinks that it has seen it before and recognizes it as foreign 
and tries to eliminate it. And so if your, if your body can recognize the virus as an attack quicker, then your body can mount the defenses. Um, if, if somebody doesn't have those antibodies, mm -hmm. then the, the infusion, the, um, such as Rege Regeneron that mm -hmm. our hospital offers, um, that's a way of, of actually putting those antibodies into somebody when they can't mount them quick, quick enough on their own. Okay, okay. So trying to, to supplement the body's own defenses, basically. Right, right. Um, yeah, we can't, we, can't, we can't eliminate the virus as such. Mm -hmm. um, the virus is out there. Um, it's just that when it gets into somebody, we need someone to, we need, we need people to fight it as quick as possible so it can't create serious disease. So, with, you know, to, just to reiterate how this vaccine works, you get the shot, it teaches your body how to defend itself. It, it teaches your body what to recognize first, then it teaches your body how to defend itself, then it exits your body, correct? As far as, but it leaves back, at least behind the makings of future uh, uh, defenses. That's a good description, Chris. Yes, that's that's absolutely what 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 happens. It it teaches your body um, how to fight it when it actually encounters it. Okay, good. I just wanted to make that clear because there's a lot of people like, oh, you know, get the vaccine and, and it, it it stops it. No, it doesn't stop it. It just helps you deal with it better. That's right. Exactly right. And and we've seen encouraging uh, um, numbers of people being being vaccinated um, mm -hmm. uh, in in my own practice. Um, I would say the majority of adults um, appear to have been vaccinated uh, when I see them. Okay. Um, where do we go from here, Doc? What, what, what's, I mean, we keep preaching, do the social distancing, do the masking still. Is that still viable and still needed? Um looking back on where we where we started mm -hmm. um we're nearly two years into this in, into this uh this pandemic right um i started in my clinic with no knowledge and a lot of fear mm -hmm. um, we didn't allow people into the clinic we actually wore full ppe and <laughs> saw people out in their cars and um, we we had about two or three months in the beginning where frankly we were terrified right we followed the the news that was coming out we adjusted our practice as new information became available and so we were able to uh, not relax but um, be be smarter about the way that we interacted with people um, over the two years, we've seen incredible developments mm -hmm. in knowledge and understanding of the virus, of how to deal with it, about how people behave and how people act, um, about how we can best protect ourselves, but also um, protect our community, protect our mental health, protect um, our economy. Uh, um, I see continued development of knowledge and understanding over the course of this year and um, uh, we're at a very very different point from where we were two years ago um, our, co our community is 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 rebuilding 
it's it's finding ways that we can we can be together but mm. be together safely mm-hmm. we're finding ways that we can um, we can have the schools um, open and operating safely we're finding ways in which we can protect the old the the the, the older people mm-hmm. um, it's it's remarkable how much we have all learned as 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 medical professionals as as public health professionals but also as people yeah as lay people yeah it's uh imagine two years ago um that people would be administering um complicated tests to them to themselves and then reporting them to public health uh it's uh it's amazing we we've grown we've all we've all grown yeah and and it's 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 tragic the people that we've lost on the way Sure. But yeah, but we we are hopefully very soon going to be better, all better for it. And I have to say, hopefully those deaths are not in vain. That we're going to learn from them. We have learned from them, you know, and we're going to be able to move forward from that and and apply that in the future to save more lives. Right. Yeah. Right. So so what I'm hearing from you is three words: stay the course. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and that's what we intend to do. We. Uh, um, uh, doing 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 the walk-in clinic um, uh, day after day seeing cases of covid um, it's it it seems like an endless procession of of cases I've seen over 450 cases mm. in 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 the walk-in clinic um, wow since it began yes two years ago yeah we've we've, we've had over 450 cases wow um, but uh, um, but like I say, there 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 are many positives about it. Um, people's understanding of of infection control, of public health, of the work that people like you do, Chris, mm. um, that that has that has exploded over the past two years, That's and right, yeah. and um, hopefully all that can can like I say have have positive effects in in, in the end, right? Um, where where we understand each other and are kinder to each other. Right. Um, looking out for each other. Yeah, exactly. Before I before I let you go here, uh, let's talk about let's get off of COVID and move into another. It's flu season. Let's talk about the flu season here in Audrain. How's it going? How, what are you seeing? We are seeing cases of the flu. Um, Which uh, sorry to interrupt, but last year we hardly saw any flu. I think we had thirty six cases that were reported in Audrain County. And this year, it's it's higher. And I suppose I, I suppose the question on that is 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 um, were we testing were, were were we testing enough people? Um, uh, it could be that 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 the masking that we were we were doing um, gave us a, a very light flu season. Yep. Um, this season, I have seen um, probably about a dozen cases of influenza A, and. Uh, a few more than that cases of influenza B. Uh, the the influenza B we 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 did question whether that was um, truly 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 there that yeah. uh, um, we were, we were looking at some false positives on that. Oh, wow. um, the influenza A uh, it 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 has been going around um, particularly with school aged children. Yeah. Um, so uh, high schoolers, please be careful. Um, you know, keep... I was going to ask you: is it, is it hurt? Is it hitting one specific population that you're seeing, or 
is it pretty much across the board? I, 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 I saw several cases of influenza A in, um, from, from a high school group um, uh, last week. Um, not that they did anything wrong. It right. seems as though it it it, it seems as though it was a, it was a cluster of cases. Um, the other ones have been sporadic. Okay, okay. So, uh, any tips for them for as far as are they pretty much the same as with the COVID? You know, tips for COVID. Uh, how to keep yourself safe. Uh, I, I don't think there's a lot more that I could say to the, the high school population. I, right. you, you know that I have, I, have, I have two sons in high school myself. Right. right. Um, they, the, the, the schools are doing an excellent job. Right. Um, the, the, the messaging, I think, is spot on. Uh, the, um, the commitment of, of the, the administration is, is clearly there. They're, they're trying to apply the science, but also... Uh, the messaging, the um, the encouragement for the for the students, the students themselves, um, they 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 are responsible. They they um, they want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I young people, they want to stay together. They want to be able to go to school. They want to see their friends, mm -hmm. and they're prepared to make sacrifices for that. And um, generally, the the attitude of our young people is very impressive, and and um, I'd, I'd encourage them keep doing what you're doing because um, you're doing well for our community. Okay, very good, Dr. McCown. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. That's Dr. McCown, Simon McCown. He is uh, the director of the walk-in clinic for Noble Healthcare here in Mexico, Missouri. And for uh, Audrey County Health Department, he's our medical director. We appreciate him coming in and spending some time with us today. We will talk to you again next week. I'm your host, Chris Newbra. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Audrain County Health Department's Healthy Bites podcast. We hope you will join us again next week as we bring you more discussion on health matters affecting Audrain County residents and the world with your host, Chris Newbra. If you liked what you heard here, you can find out more information on our website, myachd.org. That's myachd.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week.